Hello there, and welcome to this episode of An Ingenious Mini. I'm so pleased to be joined today by Chris Heisinga, who serves as co-owner and strategy director at Desklight. Chris, along with his colleague, will be co-presenting a free webinar in our Leading Edge Thinking in Higher Education webinar series sponsored by Baypath University's Center for Higher Ed Leadership and Innovative Practice, affectionately known as CHELUP. The webinar is scheduled for November 17th at noon Eastern Time, and the topic is Adapting Human-Centered Design to Shape the University of Tomorrow. Chris, I'm so pleased to have you here, and we look forward to hearing a brief snippet about what you're going to be covering in the webinar coming up later this month. Thank you very much, Melissa. Glad to be here. You describe yourself as a design firm that specializes in learning. Can you tell us what that means exactly? Certainly. Uh, it, it helps to think of Desklight's work as a form of a Venn diagram. So firstly, in one circle, you have human-centered design, which in short is a creative process that integrates stakeholder involvement to solve complex problems or seize new opportunities. More on that later. Uh, secondly, we rely on our experience of several years of teaching at leading higher ed institutions to conduct learning design. So we're drawing from those fundamental best practices for instruction, course, and program design. Uh, lastly, we are also highly experienced in UX and brand design. So our team draws from its history of designing tools and experiences that are beautiful, fun, and engaging. Um, our team uh, sometimes works on one or a combination of those three circles, but the real magic happens when all three get a chance to work together. So in this way, we're a design firm that works across higher education, K-12, and professional environments, but the work is fully centered on learning. So let me go back to human-centered design specifically. And it sounds like uh, human-centered design is, is really at the heart of your of your unique mm -hmm. approach to your work with clients. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that is, how it works? So human-centered design is a creative process for problem solving that puts the participants for whom you are designing at the center of the work so that the solutions are specific to their realities, such as their needs, their wants, their histories, their situational reality, and their motivations. Um, it's an opportunity to build solutions with the participant as opposed to for them so that the end solution is ultimately representative and inclusive of their voice, their worldview, and their experience. It really shifts the power of this process to the user um, and yet everybody benefits or they're supposed to. <laughs> um, we also include our clients though as partners in this process uh, since they're part of the system of delivery. Uh, this way they get to experience the journey of going from research to strategy to design for themselves, but we also teach them how to use human-centered design in other areas of their work as we go. So can you give us a brief snippet without giving away the whole story about your upcoming webinar on November 17th? Uh, certainly. So the webinar is all about using human-centered design and its role to help shape the university of tomorrow. Um, we will be providing a brief overview of human-centered design, so its history, how it came to be, and how it's evolved uh, since it arrived on the scene roughly 20 years. 
go. But the bulk of our webinar is going to be to essentially show how this is a process that leads to more comprehensive and collective value for stakeholders. We also want to show how human-centered design can help shape how we think about design and deliver on the next iteration of higher education to deliver a learning experience that is not only engaging, but that can be generationally transformative and even socially redemptive. Uh, but there's also a few points uh, that we're going to stress to help the audience understand how to be mindfully vigilant about equity, inclusion, representation, and power anytime human-centered design is being recommended, used, or taught at their institutions. Boy, and isn't, and isn't that timely right it, now, it, right? It very much <laughs> is. Um, and unfortunately, in many cases, uh, human-centered design has been um, not intentionally misused, but it, it has not shifted enough of that power to the user. And so um, a lot of the status quo um, remains in place. And we're, we're past that now. Um, we, we need to be moving our institutions well beyond the status quo and really starting to open up um, this entire world for uh, to make it more representative and inclusive. Yeah. Mm. So one final question, thinking about the higher ed world specifically mm -hmm. uh, and, and where things are at right now, post COVID, hopefully sooner uh -oh. than later. Um, who, who might most benefit from attending this webinar uh, and why? And, and maybe one other, uh, one other question is, what kinds of challenges uh, on a college university level might be most conducive uh, for this approach? Oh, uh, such great questions. So um, <laughs> I, I could be very broad and say, anyone who's looking for new ways to add value um, at the university or college, they should absolutely attend this. Um, more specifically, I, I think it's for um, like your program directors, your associate vice provosts, your deans and your chairs. Um, also, anyone who is working in learning or instructional design, as well as anyone who's working on faculty development as well, since so much of that student experience happens at that juncture. So helping the faculty to even think through, how can I use human-centered design inside of my classrooms? What kinds of problems, mm -hmm. challenges? If you think about the, the whole wide range of problems, challenges facing colleges and universities, you know, thinking about some of your recent mm -hmm. projects, uh, at colleges, what you know, are there are are there some that are particularly well suited for this kind of approach? Well, that's the nice thing about human centered design is that you can apply it to just about any wicked problem that comes your way. Um, we will be sharing um, from our uh, catalog of case studies uh, some recent projects that we've done. Um, we are working on one right now with Northwestern University um, around recruitment for one of its grad programs. And uh, essentially, how do you communicate the feel of this program uh, to uh, to prospective grad students in a uh, world that now has to deal with, you know, primarily remote learning and COVID and all the other things. Um, another case study that we'll be shooting is recently out of Chicago University of Chicago's Booth School um, about alumni engagement and adding value to the alumni experience well uh, well beyond graduation date and doing it in a way that you're not you're 
you're providing value without necessarily <laughs> doing the traditional alumni engagement thing of asking for more money. So, um, you know, and then there's also uh, some other programs as well that are, are trying to reinvent themselves right now. I think that we're in a stage of uh, innovation where higher ed has been trying to innovate and been teaching about innovation, but like the actual process of innovating has been very tricky. Um, and I understand that myself just from, you know, my years of, of, of teaching in higher ed and sitting on the faculty Senate and, you know, working up and down the organization from the students to the provost offices, you know, um, anybody that is looking for a new way to add value as this institution, I think that they're going to get a lot out of this. Well, I can certainly see how that is going to be the case. So Chris, thank you so much for your time today. And we look forward to the webinar, which will be coming up again on November 17th. Outstanding. Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm.